0: Hi everyone, you're listening to Humanize Your Workplace with Alyssa Carpenter, where we chat about all things, well, human. On each of these Bite sized episodes, I'll give you something new to try to become more self-aware, help you build better work relationships, or just try to get you through a sticky work situation. It all starts with an open mind and a conversation. back to Humanize Your Workplace. And again, I'm really excited about this week's episode. We have Dylan Sirota, and he's the co-founder and chief strategy officer at Terminal. And Terminal is a startup that helps build remote technical teams and offices for high growth companies, things that a lot of the organizations I work with are definitely looking for. So I'm excited to chat. Thanks for coming today, Dylan.
1: Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be with you.
0: So what I've been trying to do is kind of kick things off with this one question. If you can think of one person that you'd like to thank for having a positive influence on who you are professionally today, who would that person be and
1: why? Oh, wow. There are so many people I feel like I am grateful towards, but if there is one person, I think, in particular, I would probably have to uh, I probably have to say my mom. Um, in terms of just I think the way in which she always taught me how to deal with people, how to treat them, um, the respect. And she also herself has gone through a very interesting professional career from social work and then to teaching. And I think imparting kind of that always learning, always um, uh, always teaching kind of mentality. Uh, I think probably had one of the more profound impacts in terms of just how I approach work.
0: I love that so much. My mom is my inspiration <laughs> too. I think that's amazing. Oh, good. <laughs> and it's—I think your career is just so interesting. And we were chatting a little bit before about how we kind of probably missed each other in our pen overlap. But yeah. you had founded like Campus Sportswear, and then you were at Eventbrite, and and now kind of founding this the second company that that you're having, you have. You must just have some really interesting experiences. Can you share with us how these experiences have really shaped the way you work with
1: other people? Sure. It's been, you know, I've, I, actually for probably someone my age, I worked at a very limited amount of companies. I think I'm probably one of the rare professionals in San Francisco that worked at one company for seven years. Um, but that company brought me a ton of experience um, across different teams, and really across uh, different types of experiences at a company. And I think w- one thing that really sticks out to me um, at Eventbrite was I joined when I was 21 years old, so really right out of school, um, jumping into this startup that was growing really quickly. And it was interesting because I didn't expect to have kind of this much responsibility put on my shoulders at at such a young age uh, with such little experience. I think I had one Internship at the at the time, and I was thrust into this position of uh, being put on a hiring panel. So I'm wow. 21. I only interviewed at, at one company actually to get the job, and now all of a sudden I'm feel like I'm put in this position to determine someone else's fate, uh, which actually really kind of scared me and frightened me, and I didn't feel like I was prepared or or really had the experience to make such a big decision on behalf of someone else. Um, But that's kind of the startup life. You're you're kind of thrust into those positions. And so I I, I found someone at the company that I respected a lot as a hiring manager, kind of shared my concern about being put in this role, and left me with some pretty interesting advice that I not only still take on today as I'm hiring people for my team at Terminal, but also a way of just imparting some operating procedure, just how to to communicate with other people at your company. And his advice was, as you go into this interview, is it's very easy to take a resume, look from the top down, what's their experience, and are they going to be good enough for this role? And the advice was actually to reverse that. Start at the bottom of the resume, typically where people bury their interests and passions. That's the best way to really connect with someone, get them to open up about what they really are interested in. Um, what they've done probably throughout their life. Is it dance? Is it sports? Is it travel? Is it a random hobby that you might happen to share with them? Um, And then allow that to kind of bridge the gap into what are the decisions that they've made over their career. Um, But that kind of model of read a resume from the bottom up, start with people's interests and passions, um, really stuck with me and made me feel confident being able to go into an interview Because at the end of the day. Maybe I can't judge their experiences, but I can at least connect with them as a human.
0: And I, you, you hit on so many good points there. The first one being just, I think people sometimes overlook the opportunity to work at startups and are nervous and are scared, but you had such incredible experience at a startup. It's kind of getting thrown in there and getting all these different responsibilities at such a young age, which I'm sure has made you the professional you are, which is really cool. And the second being, it's tough, right? You're 21, you're interviewing people potentially twice your age, you know, older than you trying to get positions and not having a lot of experience. And you were able to humanize it by finding their interests, right? We can relate with people. We both might like the same TV shows. We both might have worked at the same place or had similar experiences. Because once people open up, like you were saying, you can start the conversation to ask kind of deeper questions. But finding that commonality and being more human, I think we forget at the beginning of interviews. It's kind of the afterthought once you've asked kind of those concrete questions. I like starting with it.
1: Absolutely. I mean, interviews overall are one of the most unnatural experiences. (laughs) So the more you can make it a little bit more comfortable and natural, the better.
0: And are you working on any kind of exciting and interesting projects right now? There must be so much going on with
1: your startup, with Terminal. Absolutely. So for us, we are really acting as the stewards of our clients' engineering teams across our different campuses around the world. Um, So one that comes with a lot of responsibility. Um, We're helping them hire the teams, we're employing them, we're providing benefits, um, all of the office perks, but also the workplace, the IT. So there's a lot of surface area for us to cover uh, for what we call our members, but the, the members of Terminal who work on behalf of our clients. And the thing we're doing right now is really trying to map out holistically that end-to-end member experience and kind of transforming what we do as purely um, providing a service like real estate or workspace and converting ourselves to a mentality and approach of thinking of ourselves as really a workplace hospitality company. And when I kind of step back and think about some of the brands that make you feel great and comfortable... Um, I think of a lot of travel brands or mm. restaurants and hospitality. And when you think about the workplace, you're at work so many hours a day with different people, with people who are trying to support and help you. And so, um, we're working right now to really think about what are the extra ways that we can kind of go above and beyond. Just like when you check in at a hotel, they're thinking about what is that check-in experience? What is when you walk into your room? Um, how, do you, how do you check out? How do you get help? Um, when you call and ask for something, what's the response time? So we're trying to now think about how, do, how can we actually up-level and enhance uh, the idea of bringing a hospitality approach to the workplace. I'm really excited about some of the work that we're doing there and, and the effect that it's going to have on our members and, and their day-to-day experience with Terminal.
0: I like how you're using that hospitality approach. It's funny, I... Um... Was talking to someone else the other day, just about you know checking into a hotel. What does that look like? That feeling, that warmth. Because you even mentioned that humans are your product, um, and it's important to be able to make them feel welcome and make them feel kind of part of the process. So that's such an interesting way to think about it, because I don't think many organizations take that approach.
1: Absolutely, and and the thing that we've kind of found and what's helped kind of inspire that approach actually is we've we've hired several people. Uh, who work in our operations team from the hotel industry. And it was very clear, kind of a different level of, of service approach and and bringing that into terminal, we felt like, was going to be a huge strength for us.
0: Kid, How can, just professionals in general, where you're thinking about this experience, how can we enhance the culture and being, bring value to the organization? Even if you're thinking about the hospitality perspective, if we don't come from that background, or we're not a manager, or, you know, we don't oversee employees, are there things that you've noticed or you've done at any level to really enhance that experience?
1: This is a great question and, and something that I think I, in my young career so far, I've, I've grappled with a little bit. And, and the idea is, uh, I think for people who want to enhance the culture of their workplace. The idea is to bring your whole self to the workplace. And let me explain a little bit more about what that means. Um, Early on, actually, at Eventbrite, I was lucky enough to uh, meet my now wife. And uh, so we worked together for a number of years. And it's so interesting, as we started dating later on, uh, she said I was kind of a completely different person than when she first (laughs) met me. Uh, I said, what do you mean? like, Well, I I feel like I met work Dylan, and then I got to know the real Dylan. And it kind of struck me that, yeah, that's kind of what was happening. I was coming to work, and I was kind of putting on my professional self. And I was thinking so much about, how is everyone going to perceive me? Are they going to know that I'm not as, maybe, smart as they think I am? Or that I don't know as much as they think (laughs) think I do? And all of that kind of played into my head where I was putting up kind of this scarred, even probably changing the way I I talk a little bit (laughs) to present myself as older, more refined. And overall, what my wife made me wake up and realize is I really wasn't being real and I wasn't being open. I wasn't letting people in. And therefore, I wasn't really contributing to the, the culture because I wasn't bringing the unique qualities that make me, me. Um, into the workplace, and it was a good wake-up call, especially um, at starting Terminal, to really spend the time and understand uh, it's okay to be human. Uh, yeah. You know, I think as an employee, you wanna you wanna be as humanized as possible. I think as a, as a leader, there's that interesting balance where you don't want to appear, you know, vulnerable, but you want to be human, and yeah. that balance, I think, is also. Interesting as you try to strike that with, with your employees. But overall, I've seen just being able to be yourself and be comfortable with that um, then allows other people to be comfortable. And whether that's you have a distinct set of humor, you have a distinct set of passions and interests, um, but ultimately, you know, we're, we're a bunch of people trying to create something from nothing. And so um, the more you can bring kind of that, your, your whole self, your real self to work, I think the better.
0: And I can't even tell you how much I resonate with that because it's tough, especially if you're younger, you're being you starting out being thrown into a really high profile role with people who are older than you. You know, you want to find that balance. You want to be professional Dylan, professional Alyssa. And then once you leave, you're someone else, but really you're the same person. So it is, it's a struggle to kind of find that balance of who you are. And it's you can't really compartmentalize that professional and personal person, your one person. So it's much easier to just be your whole self than it is to find your multiple personality within different spaces. Absolutely. I'd love to hear more about cultural inclusivity within the work that you do. You talk a little bit of, a lot about kind of hosting different diverse groups, women of the world, their LGBTQA Can you tell me a little bit more about what this looks like?
1: Sure. So one of the the best aspects about terminal is kind of the opportunity to connect with our communities. So if you think about what we're providing, we're helping growing technology companies that are facing kind of this war for talent in in, uh, areas like San Francisco or New York, where you have kind of the big giant tech companies swooping up everyone. We're helping them move into markets that have ample supply of talent and, and grow their teams. By doing that, we're creating these campuses. These campuses are great for hosting these teams and being a workplace, but they're also great for being a community center of sorts in these areas. And that's something we've, we've focused on, um, one, because we want to be an additive member of, of our community uh, where we operate. But two, I think it is around cultural inclusivity and our commitment to hosting events and and providing the space and food for free for um, organizations like you mentioned like women of the world Uh, we do concerts we have lgbtq meetups um, we have ladies learning code on the weekends data for good these are just some of the organizations that we invite in to use our space which is located very centrally in some of the best tech hubs across north america and south america um, it allows us, I think, a couple things. One is to give back to the community through organizations that align well to our values. It allows our members to provide their time if they want to participate in these organizations. But one of the biggest things is signaling the fact that we're an inclusive organization. And corporate partnership with these organizations is a strong signal both to our members, our employees, and then the prospective people who might be joining Terminal um, that this is the type of organization that we are. So it's one thing to I think put something on your values, it's another thing to actually give up your time, your space, your money in, in many ways to align yourself with those organizations. And um, frankly, you know, it's not something that we we in, intend to be kind of an ROI positive, but we've seen through these events, people discover terminal and then come to us actually for, for jobs. So it has been impactful to us to, uh, to do that outside from I think the, the intrinsic value that we, we believe we see.
0: Yeah. And then people do business with people they know, like, and trust. So if they know they've seen your space, they feel more comfortable, they'll come back to you, which I think is, is just so neat. And what about, let's say you had only 15 minutes, right? We usually are really busy and you only had 15 minutes a day to get to know the people in your organization or get to know people in the community. How do you take advantage of that 15 minutes? Because you see, you mentioned also that you're kind of a people-first organization, so clearly getting to know people is important to you. What would you do with that 15 minutes?
1: Yeah, I love this question, and I'm not one for sitting down for long periods of time, so (laughs) (laughs) I typically am standing up at a standing desk or a booth, uh, but my favorite thing to do if I have 15 minutes is to go for walks. Um, I'm lucky in San Francisco, our office is in the Presidio, and we have a beautiful view of the Bay and the Golden Gate Bridge, and there's great walking paths, and when I go up to some of our other campuses, whether in Toronto, Montreal, Um, Vancouver, I mean, these are beautiful, awesome cities. And I I just love to get outside. Um, And I like to bring people on walks, walking one-on-ones are my favorite thing to do. And what I find is literally when someone steps right outside the office, it's kind of like a weight is taken off them. Um, it's also, I think you don't have to have one-on-one eye contact for like Mm -hmm. 30 or 45 minutes. You can just walk and and really open up. It's these small little things that I think totally change the approach in terms of how someone's going to talk, what topics they're going to bring up. Um, and I always find that that's, that's my favorite way to connect with someone.
0: And you're no longer, I don't want to say not the boss in that situation, but you're not in a power seat or a chair or anything. It's it, you, even the playing field when you're walking side by side and just having a conversation, which
1: brings ease to so many people. Yeah. Two people just going for a walk and never know what you're going to see. Exactly. and it's, uh, uh, You might pass by, you know, a restaurant. We've, we've seen fire trucks come by. I mean, the, 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 randomness of it all just makes it feel, I think, really comfortable and exciting.
0: And thank you so much. I really appreciate all of your suggestions. And I know our audience is going to get so much value from you. If people want to get in touch with you, learn more about your background and what Terminal can offer, how can they do that?
1: They can find me on Twitter at DSerota. They can email me, Dylan, D-Y-L-A-N, at Terminal.io. Um, or head over to terminal.io to find out more about what we do and who we are.
0: Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time, and I'm really looking forward to others hearing your story.
1: Thanks so much for having me on, Alyssa. I really enjoyed it.
0: And to our audience, if you have any questions about Dylan or any questions that you'd like to be answered on a future episode, just reach out to me on Twitter at not okay, that's okay. Until next time. Thanks again for listening. But did you know that you can leave me a voice message to answer any questions on an upcoming episode? Just go into the show notes and the link will be there at the bottom for you to send me that message. Have a great day.